0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Political Desk. And that brings us nicely then into this uh, Monday's installment then of our Political Desk. Our commentator this morning is uh, Dr. T.K. Bowie. Uh, good morning to you and thank you so much for your
1: time. Uh, good morning, sir. Thanks for having
0: me. Let's start right there with uh, where we just concluded with uh, Mr. Mangi. There, you know, um, obviously, as I was saying, that uh, you know, as far as these things are concerned, optics do matter. You know, an empty stadium versus a full stadium, it does matter in these kind of, in these kind of things that uh, how people perceive you. Then, including the broader the broader electorate, what is your assessment? Uh, be, you know, before delving into the gritties of the manifesto itself.
1: Ah well, look, I, I think stadiums are right. It's mostly about optics, uh, and I think look, the key one they got was the F&D one. So mm. historically, that that's a save. But obviously, KZN, especially off the back of uh, the, it was that a local election that happened uh, in KZN. Now, obviously, it's a small one. It does it, it, they can play it however they want. But it was that the ANC came through. And that the the MK party made quite a dent. So know mm. I don't really pay attention much to mm. stadiums. I, I go to stadiums for football. I don't <laughs> what political parties do there, i it's I guess it's their own fun and games and how they spin it afterwards. Mm.
0: And I mean what they say there, I suppose you could also uh, be equally dismissive if I can use the word of it. Because the fact of the matter is when you you know the, it's easy to judge a party that is in government, like the ANC because we judge them on a track record. But when it comes to opposition parties, there's very little, um, you know, um, the sample to go with, you know, uh, that we can work with in terms of uh, the body of work that they have done. You know, so when they say to you, for example, all the things that they've said they will do, Mzoan Mangi speaks about nationalizing Asalo um, metal and that sort of things, um, are nationalizing the land. It is You you know, you almost have to take, if you're going to vote for them, you have to take them on your word, on their word, um, without delving deep into the practicalities of whether these things that they promise are actually implementable.
1: Well, and and I guess that's maybe the the issue when it comes to the EFF. And I I think I should kind of make a clear distinction between the EFF and the DA. At this stage, I mean, look, the EFF for what it is, one can say, look, it's done well, but I've always said that the problem with the EFF is for it's almost, uh, to use a football analogy, it's almost like Belgium or even Cote d'Ivoire back in the day. Mm. They come in with a lot of fanfare and you know, people say, wow, this is a top-rated team. They're going to do well and walk away with no trophy. And the fact that they still don't have an outright municipality, they still don't have an outright province and that they're just in opposition. Over time, the message becomes stale because people will always say, but you need to now kind of show us proof. What the DA did well for itself is that they were able to get hold of the Western capability mm. of the municipality. So you can almost, they can almost say, look, this is what we would do. It's just that when it comes to certain uh, controversial issues of international politics and the economy, people are not quite certain with the with the DA. But I think that's why I kind of see this election as a referendum on the opposition, especially a party like BFF, the EFF, because questions do need to be asked to say, listen, if you could not take out President Jacob Zuma and the ANC and everything that they were perceived to have done, and if you cannot take out this president, then the question is, when will you actually ever succeed? And on what track record? Because the, the mm. lack of a track record over time, even in the municipality, mm. is going to make people start to ask, and South Africans eventually always start to say, look, let's find an alternative to that can look like they can win. Mm.
0: Let's reflect now also on the State of the Nation address, which took which as another sort of uh, election speech of sorts, um, the, where the president delivered uh, his, the sonar last uh, Thursday, uh, which he used really to catalogue uh, the successes of the ANC government. Uh, I don't think that anybody could have been too surprised at the tone and um, thrust of that uh, particular speech.
1: No, and no, I think you've actually you've hit it on that. I think I don't understand why people were surprised. At the end of the day, this is a governing party which, look, is a bit precarious. So he'd have to kind of run on something. But I think the key issue, and this is where maybe people are a bit taken aback, is to say, look, we we're not running on a thirty-year track record. Mm. At the end of the day, people vote in a five-year to five-year, and I mm. want to say, what have you done? And it's, when you actually read the speeches, there's actually only a line or two about what this. Term of the presidency is stated to be run on, which is, I think, is recovery, something about recovery and uh, uh, I think re, re something. It was the two R's, basically three. I just I can't quite remember mm-hmm. the other one. And and it's very odd that, look, what has been recovered in South Africa, if you look at the state of the economy, if you look at the state of, look, a lot of government apparatuses from local government, many people are actually saying, look, what have you actually done? And you can't really run on a 30-year track record. I'm always reminded of, a I think it's an American footballer. He says, you need to update your resume. What you did, what Mandela did, what Thabo Beki did, as respectfully as to those presidents, that's not you. Yes, it's a one party, but people brought you in on a certain... I wouldn't say promise, but on a, yeah. an, on a certain policy position, and you can't put that if you can't put that into the speech. There's a lot of more questions we need to ask about you.
0: Mm. And just finally so on election, the whole theme of elections, the city press says that a a confidential poll. I'm not sure what a confi what what a, a confidential poll is, uh, but nonetheless, it says that it has shown that Umkondo's or Party uh, support is actually extensive enough to inflict serious damages to the ANC what are we to make of uh, this new kid on the block
1: for this one I'd ask you maybe if you could do, do the Mr Jimmy mind you laugh I'm not quite at the state where I can got you then, covered <laughs> thank you for that and I think with the idea of confidential look you don't you don't need to put out uh, research. Everybody knows that MK but again it's the question of would love to know the methodology, where are they gonna see this impact is set to the, is it gonna make an impact? Yes. But I think we can't get ahead of ourselves and the, you know these reports sometimes and, and I'd also point you to a survey, I think there was a Professor Mark Auckland who also looked at uh, another professor's research when it came to these uh, these polls people are running. We're gonna see a lot of them. And it's just the hope is that and I'm and I'm see that I see this as a positive that South Africa can start to maybe take calls seriously. But for that to happen, we need a lot more, uh, you know, a lot more transparency. You can't just say confidential, as though, look, we all live in this country, kind of all know where this is going. If you're not truthful with your data, it makes it very hard for us to take it very seriously.
0: TK, Dr. TK Poe, thank you so much for your perspective, as always. I appreciate your time. Anytime, sir. He's our political commentator this morning on the political desk. Fun times are ahead! Strap on your seatbelt. We are in full election mode. It's going to be bumpy. It's going to be turbulent. It's going to be everything you can possibly imagine. But what it will not be is dull. It's 8.30. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.